The Toronto Raptors are in the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. But how popular was basketball 20 years ago? Stay tuned, we're going to talk about the evolution of pop culture in Canada. And we're back on A Breath of History with myself, Fazan Theravan Abdur. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from Welcome back, guys. Today, we are here with the Breath of History, and today we'll be talking about pop culture in Canada and how it's changed since 1982. Okay, uh, my name is Adur, and I'm going to be uh, talking about how Canada's like multi- pop culture has like changed throughout the years. And uh, I'm going to be starting us off by like talking about like um, how diverse Canada's multiculturalism is, and especially in its pop culture, because our pop culture is like been taken from so many countries and that's what I think makes it special especially America I think our like most of our pop culture has been like influenced from there mm-hmm. and uh, which definitely does make it unique as well as like European countries Asian countries like yeah. if you look at it now Canada is much like different from what it was like 20 years ago yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think on this um I think you're right on like you know when you say that Canadian Pop culture is, a, you know, it's largely influenced by American pop culture and just whether it's what's happening in America or whether it's about what Americans are doing in Canada, you know what I mean? So, um, like, for example, uh, you look at Vince Carter. He's an American that changed the landscape for basketball in Canada, like, just as an example. Um, obviously, the Toronto Raptors were a new franchise when they, when they drafted Vince Carter. Uh, and Vince Carter's, like, what he did for, for the Raptors sort of put Toronto on the map in that sense and it really grew basketball and just over the past over the past 20 25 years uh you've just seen the growth of basketball because of what that one American did and even if you look at Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, these guys that have made such large contributions for the Toronto Raptors you know they're American so I think Americans have a really large influence on on like what we're doing here in Canada. Yeah, I agree, especially uh, because of, like, what we've done also for America as well. Uh, for example, like, Seth Rogen uh, and, like, Ellen Page, Michael Cera, and, like, Drake. These are all, like, famous, like, pop culture artists. Yeah. So with regards to Canadian pop culture and how it's influenced by, like, other countries such as America, well, our first major um, pop icon was probably Drake. He's, he's like, a big game changer. Mm-hmm. He's like he's here to inspire all these young kids in Toronto, all these young Toronto rappers trying to be able to come up like him. <clears throat> he's like he's like the face of Canada, basically. Like you see him at all the Raptors games, he's always cheering on the sidelines. Yeah, and, and he's like he's been influenced by a lot of American celebrities as well. Yeah, so I totally agree. Like he also brings a lot of people together. So if you look at him and how he uses social media, so on social media for suppose let's say game five when the Raptors were in Milwaukee. Of course, they weren't uh, in Canada, so he couldn't support them. But, of course, he brought everyone to Jurassic Park in Toronto. And they were all there supporting the Raptors. And after the game, they won. And he gave such an emotional speech about how t- the Toronto Raptors have developed and what impact he had and how, like, we have all just come together to support uh, Canada in general. And, I, like, I think he's another example of, of the growth of not only basketball, but yeah. hip-hop as well in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at the charts on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you want to look at, the, you know, the charts of music that's being played most in Canada, it's largely dominated by hip-hop. And sure. and I think that goes hand-in-hand hand with, with, with basketball. And when you look at, 
um, you know, when we're talking about cause and consequence, right? Maybe the cause was Vince Carter bringing back or making basketball popular in 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 Canada, mm-hmm. and one of the consequences was, you know, all the the audience was exposed to hip hop music because when you watch a basketball game now, sometimes the intro outro music, whether they're coming back from a commercial break or they're going into a commercial break, you you hear hip hop music. And and when you're listening to hip hop music, whether it's Drake or like whoever it is, you you're almost always going to hear some kind of basketball reference. Mm-hmm. So I think these two things are like they largely go in hand, and they're sort of a cause and consequence of of one another. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree because um, personally, what I think is like Canada is one of these like really special countries. And if you look at like Drake, for example, uh, if you like seen what he did for like the Raptors, I'm not a huge basketball fan, by the way. Uh, I'm just saying this from what I've seen, but like. Um, after like or when he was in the like Raptors game and he was like cheering them on, you don't see like many like pop culture artists in America or many people in general just you know try to cheer people on and try to try to mm-hmm. bring people together as much as yeah. Drake does. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. and even if you do see a celebrity, you don't see them as involved in the game as Drake is, right? Uh-huh. All, all almost all of these players are friends with Drake. They talked to Drake before. Um, I mean, Drake is good friends with everyone on the on the Raptors team. He's he was. Caught on camera massaging <laughs> the Raptors head coach yeah. Nick Nurse, um, so he's connections with all, with all of these people, and I think that changes the whole landscape for just pop culture in Canada in general, right? So because Drake is such a big household name, where I'm, I'm sure most of our families know who Drake is, or at least mm-hmm. know his name, they've heard about him in the news wherever, heard him on the radio, and I, I think that does influence us you know whether we're thinking about it or not that that influences maybe the music that we're listening to or you know whether we want to tune into the Raptors game or like whatever it might be and I mean it has a big influence on on that and you know Mm -hmm. he actually embraces that like uh, he gets criticized for his court uh, on-court antics but you know he embraces that being a global ambassador for the Raptors you know building facilities you know helping them on the court you know making uh, Giannis miss free throws (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) and I think even even John Tory took notice of or maybe a reporter asked Mayor John Tory of it and he he said something along the lines of, you know, I'm happy Drake's doing this. Like he's annoying the other team, he's annoying the other fans, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because like he's just always rep- rep- like he's always repping Toronto, right? Like Drake, you can't say that too much about um, about too many of these Canadian artists or Canadian celebrities in general. Mm-hmm. But Drake is always always repping Toronto, repping Canada. Uh, whether it's on the album cover of Views where he's showing the scene tower, like even in his songs, he's just always talking about Toronto and Canada. Yeah, because he's trying to put us on the map. Yeah, like exactly. How America is. Yeah, and I, and he was influenced by by Vince Carter as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And um, also another thing is is that Drake, like for example, if you look at what he's done, uh, like bringing people together to like watch the Raptors or whatever, and mm-hmm. like helping the Raptors, even if people like didn't like him for what he did or his antics. Uh, He's still like he we, he's inspired so much people like even if it's like in America or Canada or even any other like place or country you yeah. know like he's helped so many people's lives like yeah I definitely like, think he's one of the most like influential uh, influential people in Canada and he doesn't seem to care that people use him as a source of entertainment as they make like memes out of him of him like massaging yeah. the nurses back <laughs> and stuff yeah, even after his songs really... and all his lingos and the dances dance moves he starts like he's a Canadian like the Canadian pop icon there's no one really as up as him. And, you know, in terms of the like, Canadian identity, um, for a long time, or maybe sometimes even now, when you think of Canada and you think of sports, you're often thinking about hockey and ice hockey and, and how Canada is so influenced by hockey. 
But when you have guys like Vince Carter, DeMar DeRozan, and Drake mm-hmm. that are so involved with, with the growth of basketball in Canada, I think it completely changes the identity of, of Canada. And I think it reflects on just the overall diversity that that is in Canada or in Toronto, in Ontario, wherever. You know, whether it's the people that, you know, that the different ethnicities that, that live here, mm-hmm. uh, the type of music we listen to, the type of sports we watch, I think it's more diverse than, than any other country that, that I can think of, at least. That's true. Uh, and that right there, ladies and gentlemen, with Houdini, a Toronto rapper. And that's what I really want to talk about today. Uh, a very, like, underlooked part of uh, pop culture today, which is Toronto rappers. You know, uh, a lot of kids who want to start making music, you know, uh, they dream of being a big rapper such as Drake or Justin Bieber or even Tory Lanez, who have made it in uh, places like America, which is a big deal. However, that's not realistic for everybody. And Toronto rapping is a, a place where it's a really realistic place for young kids and uh, young people, even girls, mm-hmm. uh, who want to really be a rapper, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at uh, rappers like Pressa and Houdini, you know, Pressa is one of the most played songs in Canada with Canada Goose. And mm-hmm. uh, Houdini just got signed by Nav, which is another big rapper who came from Canada, who made it in the American industry, you know. Uh, Toronto rapping has given a pathway to uh, young kids who, you know, is kind of saying that you can be somebody in your hometown, you know. You don't have to be so big. You can uh, you can be somebody. You can do something with music. And uh, that's where really where Pressa and Houdini uh made a pathway for young kids into and it, it, it's just like creating a name for for canadians right when because when when we think of big celebrities we're almost always going to think of you know besides drake we're almost always going to think of americans right mm-hmm. and and like you said these guys like houdini and 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 pressa you know they're creating a name within canada um that like you said torontonians can look up to and there's you know nothing bad about that because you know they get a lot of support from other social media so um, if you look at Six Buzz, they just hit a million followers. Congratulations to them. You know, they promote Pressa, Houdini, and they promote a lot of other Toronto rappers. So, you know, it's not like they're doing this by themselves. They get a lot of uh, support from other uh, Canadian social medias and other Canadian people. And that's not bad, building a name in your own hometown. That's pretty uh, iconic to me. And and that's that's an important thing as well. You know, like these these smaller artists are helping each other, right? They're help, they're bringing each yeah, other yeah. up. They're always supporting each other. Yeah, yeah and... and- like also one of the things is, is if you look look at Canada now, like now celebrities are being recognized, and now like the Raptors, like they're like going into the finals the first time in like forever. Yeah. So like and like if you look at Canada back then, like in the eighties and nineties, let's be honest, like do we even remember anything from like back there, like any major celebrities that actually like were recognized worldwide or even in America? And I th- I think even when you when you look at the fact that you know maybe our parents or even our teachers might hear the music we're listening to. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, like, what is this garbage, right? And yeah. I, I, th- I think that reflects a lot on how pop culture, just in general, like not, e- not even just in Canada, but just around the world, has changed so much over the last two or three decades. Yeah, but also like some, some of the Canadian artists that that started here, then like once they made it, they moved to Hollywood. They like they forget where they came from. Like, mm-hmm. like people like Tory Lanez, like you don't hear him rapping about how he's from Canada or anything on like Drake, Drake, like Drake social show support. And even with with the weekend and Justin Bieber, like everyone knows that they're from Canada, like the weekends from Scarborough. Yeah. Um, but if you were to just listen to the music without doing any background research, you wouldn't really know where they're from because they don't really like to talk about it too much, or they don't mm. really talk about it at all. 
Um, sometimes you might see Justin Bieber at like a Leafs game or a Raptors game, but you almost never see the weekend at, at these kind of events. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why Drake plays such a big role for 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 who we are, for who, like what Canada stands for. And I think because he's so involved with the community within Toronto, I think it's it's you know it's a big deal. Yeah, because he has an a, an identity. Like he's seen places in Toronto and Canada. Like he lives here. Unlike most like people that make it, they just move to America or Hollywood somewhere. Yeah, and also like one of the things is it's like not many people are like or pop culture artists are like as proud as like Drake is for like their city or their home country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And most of them like or not most of them, but like some of them like they like or they're like or, like for example, like, if you look at like Brampton as a stereotype, like uh. I mean, most people think of like Brampton as like oh a brown town or whatever, and maybe most <laughs> people like kind of bash on it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think like more people need to be like kind of proud of their own city because if you look at it like that's how it's gonna grow, and if you just keep bashing on it, like how is it gonna you know like grow and how is it gonna be like na- like named and like gain popularity from others, especially other countries? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Uh, thanks. But. You know, if you look at guys like Preso Houdini, you know, like their platform right now, it's not the largest. But if you start as a Toronto rapper, you're going to remember who brought you up, you know, who mm-hmm. who like um really raised you. And that's Toronto listening to their music, promoting them. So when they make it big, they'll have a big uh, if they make it big, like guys like Presa, who are already pretty are already pretty big in America. Yeah, they're fairly big. Uh, they can maybe, maybe like in the future, they'll change pop culture just like Drake, you know, supporting mm, them, yeah. you know, like uh, giving them a name, you know, bringing people together. And if they make it big, that's going to be a huge impact to Canadian pop culture in the future. And yeah. and again, you know, that when we're talking about Canadian identity, that like that's a big part for us as teenagers, right? The music that we listen to, like it becomes part of who we are, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when you look at Drake, I think at this point he's almost synonymous with with canada you know like mm-hmm. when i'm sure when someone outside of canada hears the name canada they almost instantly think about drake yeah that's true he's like the face of the country basically and we'll be right back in one second we're just going on a quick commercial break So when talking about pop culture, there's also the fact that um, Canada is very diverse with its different type of festivals we have. We have um, the Carabana Festival that occurs every summer. It's like one month long. It happens in Toronto. It's for all the um, Caribbean people to come. Well, it's hosted by the Caribbean people, but everyone's um, able to come. It's like um, a festival in which they celebrate by showing their culture like in whatever ways they want. They're not judged by anyone. Has it has a big impact on Canada because it shows it lets the Caribbeans express their identity and that shows how Canada is diverse towards other cultures and how we're not we're not really judgmental. Like you don't see as much racism over here as you would in other countries like America. <clears throat> and yeah. Uh, so in terms of uh, diversity in Canada, uh, I believe that like we do a great job in representing uh, homosexual people in the LGBTQ community. Uh, I feel like we do that in a way where we hold a lot of pride parades. So like uh, this coming weekend, I mean, uh, in, from June 21st to June 23rd, there's a Pride Toronto Festival. From May 24th to June 2nd, there's a Pride Winnipeg Festival. And from June 21st to June 23rd, there's also a Pride Street Fair on Church Toronto. So I believe we do a really good job just in uh, 
like holding parades, being supportive. You know, a lot of schools, they offer a, they offer a lot of programs, middle schools, high schools, you know, private. You know, I feel like we do a great job also in uh, coming together as a community and just uh, being supportive of it. Like back in the day, maybe people using uh, like slurs and being offensive, but now most people are just open to the idea. And I feel like, yeah, we just do a really good job. I've got Canada in my pocket, a little bit of history, a penny and a nickel and a quarter and a dime mean a lot to you and me. It's more than pocket money, they're the symbols of our land, they're pictures of important things for which this country stands. So that was Canada in My Pocket by Michael Mitchell. Um, some of you might have heard that. I remember hearing it back in, in grade one. And, yeah. you know, that brings me to the topic of what our schools and our government and, you know, so on, so on, you know, what they're doing to try and promote or try and teach us about the Canadian identity at a young age. And I think maybe the most simple thing that I can think of with that would be that, you know, when you look at our coins or our, you know, dollar bills, when you have like maple leaves, well, yeah, there are a lot of maple leaves on those, you know, the the beaver, the loon. Um, I think that's a big part of of the Canadian symbol as well, the Canadian identity, because those are our national symbols. Right? Yeah. So like we're, we're talking a lot about about, you know, music and sports. But when you look at when you look at it at almost an official standpoint, you know, these are our official symbols. And I think, you know, that song that, that we just played when the teachers played that whether it's in the kindergarten class or grade one, whatever it is, I think it sort of gives the kids an idea of what Canada represents and what represents Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So the penny, the penny, the nickel, the corner and dime, you know, like the symbols on, on, on each of those coins represents the Canadian identity. And I think it's important that, that our teachers, our schools and our governments and, you know, so on, they continue to teach these kids about what represents Canada, what the official symbols are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in terms of Canadian identity, I believe that a lot of people sleep on this idea. So I believe we are uh, stereotyped as Canadians. Like, oh, yeah. So when I used to live in America, I used to live in uh, Orlando and California. A lot of people, when I used to be mean to somebody or when I used to just be mean in general and when I express my anger, they're like, oh, I thought you were Canadian. I thought you were nice, which I believe is an understatement. So if you look at social media these days and how we use it effectively, you look at... Um, the finals right now. So in the finals, we have a uh, Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors, my bad. And you have uh, the worst thing at a hotel. And um, at 3 a.m., a person comes and starts lighting firecrackers outside of them to try to disturb their sleep. So I believe that really changed the uh, identity and perspective of the Americans or just anybody else on us. And if you look at the chants, like they might have some uh, abu- like abusive language or cuss words. I believe that really changed the identity uh, from using social media, from using uh, basketball as one of our uh, pathways to just show like, yeah, like everyone thought we were nice, like, yo, we can just like be messed with. But like, you know, I feel like we're showing a really different side of us now. Uh, All right. So that wraps it up. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope it was entertaining for you all. And I hope you uh, gained some insight on like pop culture throughout the years of Canada. And if you ask me if pop culture has changed throughout the years for Canada, uh, I say definitely yes, it has. Like if you look back at it in the 80s, uh, I don't I don't even think Nowhere's Near was Canada's pop culture as diverse and like 
unique as it as it is now, and it was not recognized as much as it was now, especially like, because looking back at it, what like I like mentioned earlier, and all of you mentioned earlier, like nobody knew about us until like recently. Like look at all these things like that's happening now. Uh, like we have Drake promoting his own city and promoting the Raptors, and like the Raptors are making like like big into like the finals, and like this is the first time as well that like uh, NBA game is like going outside of America in the finals. And that that's really big, honestly, for me. And I think that's really important for Canada. And I, and like Toronto was like celebrating when, when uh, the Raptors won against the Bucks, And because like it's big and like this is the first time going to the finals. And I think Drake was also one of those important factors. And just in pop culture, like uh, artists in like, general have actually like helped made it this far. And and I think if you were to ask our parents what they think of the Canadian identity, it would be far different from ours. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say, um, you know, uh, Canada has changed over the years a lot. You know, about like other stuff. So I don't really want to get that to in general because we already talked about it. But I just want to say, don't sleep on Canada as uh, we are next up. And you know, <laughs> we're on the verge. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people sleep on us and they think that America's better. But like, you know, we're up next, and uh, that's it. And uh, stay tuned about next week on our podcast about the history, and that's it. Thank uh-huh. you.